Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is definitely Tuesday. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I hope everybody's doing great out there right now because I am currently underwater. I am literally underwater because it has rained nonstop in Atlanta for, like, two weeks. Fun times. Redonkulous. Welcome to the Supercast, everybody. I'm Jacob Bosa. I'm Leah Hensley. Hope everybody's having a great week. Um, we've been – so life's kind of hit me here now. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter's almost, like, four weeks old. Yeah. And I'm busy with work like crazy. And I'm not going to lie, Leah, I had a little FOMO this week. Yeah, I did too. There was so much stuff going on. We, there we really got was. a bunch to talk about before we get into that. As always, our episode is brought to you by Vanga CBD, um, the best CBD out there made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes. Have you tried the new Aid Station gummies? I have not yet. I've, Leah, I'm, I've not had a lot of time. I've been getting out. I went on a run yesterday. But there I've not been able to be able to use them in a very long run. Like, I need to go down to my Brown County trails and hit, like, I need to plow, yeah. like, 20 miles. Hopefully this well, weekend I'll get to do that. But good. I hear the new flavor is great. Um, yeah, the citrus you know, flavor, they, and they're like gummy bears now. Absolutely. I need to get in on that. I need to get in on that. Uh, my training, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's taking a little bit of the beating right, right now. But I'm trying good. to slowly get back into some of my speed work. And it's uh, – we're going to talk something else about, like, long-distance training here and long-distance yeah, races yeah. later in this episode. But um, Benga is a great product. It's, for, like Leah said, for endurance athletes, by endurance athletes. Uh, check it out, bengacbd.com. Uh, use code BROCR. Save yourself 15%. Leah, people were messaging me this, like, sporadically about the hats. The oh, about the Benga hats, the, the like, original, one-of-a-kind, Bosecker original Venga hat. You guys are Venga, Venga fans, and you're going to be at a Bobbitable Snow Race. Message me. I'm going to try and make some more hats, and we'll have we'll do some hat giveaways and stuff. Um, uh, come out to Abominable. Um, have a good time. Yeah. And Venga CBD. Use code BRUCER, like we just said. Say 15% yep. and maybe get a hat at a bottle. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Without that, on to the episode. Leah. Yes. So this past Leah. weekend was full of fun racing. It seems like, you know, the OCR field was pretty much split on, into two camps. Camp High Well, Rocks and even and there was some drama last weekend about that, that. 
But oh, I, for sure. Do we want to talk? Well, we're I mean, talk we talked briefly. You know, in the, yeah, we talked about the past couple of weeks about, you know, the pro team and people having to pick sides and what was going on. And then all of a sudden we saw some cat claws come out last week. We did. Um, late last week, you know, like, people were just throwing fisticuffs out, like, saying, you know, kind of calling people out for doing this or doing that or, like, getting Well, it started with, with Ryan and... Atkins' post. Ryan, Ryan made a post subtly calling out people who were not going to the National Series. Um, That's so Ryan, Yeah, well, Ryan's take on the matter was he wants to be the best, and in order for him to be the best, he has to race the best. And in order for him to race the best, the best has to show up. And yep. so he was saying that he was genuinely bummed out that there were people that he expected to show up at the National Series that for one reason or another were not coming to the National Series. And the main glaring person that seemed to be the target was Ryan Kent. You know, Ryan Kent decided to do DecaFit. Well, you know, and so, and, and, and he made a point. Well, yeah, and it's not even um, just Ryan's decision. He made a point to point out the fact that, you know, as a pro Spartan athlete, kind of these decisions are made for you. And you go where they require you to go. And in Ryan Kent's contract, it put him at DECA and Stadium. And it didn't put him at the National Series. You know. No, um, but again, Ryan, this weekend was at High Rocks. We're seeing this diversity in the sport now a little bit, where we've got events like High Rocks that we've got events. And, and, and here's my realistically, Leah, think about this mm -hmm. for a second. High Rocks was a longer race than than the Jacksonville race. Oh Here's yeah, it. you're talking about a sprint versus a K. Yeah. First five mile race. But you know what? I, you know, and I've said Longer. it before, I think it's a good thing that we have these options. And I think it's a great thing that athletes are able to specialize. You know, someone, someone made the point, you know, you don't see marathoners signing up for sprint races. You know, no. it's different different athletes and you know no longer are we in the days where athletes have to do everything i think it's a good thing i think that is a good thing too and it makes me happy we've got some diversity and if ryan wants to go do stuff like that good for him mm -hmm. you know that's I kind agree. of my two cents but almost the way that i take it like i would be almost like from from if i was sitting in ryan's position that adkins thinks that i should be at that race to race mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's cool, because Adkins is definitely a talented athlete. I'm not saying Ryan is either, but they're mm -hmm. both picking their battles right now, and that's right. cool. That's totally cool. I, I agree, um, and, you know, when you read the common thread, I mean, it kind of got a little nasty out there. Um, there were some it's been nasty digs. for a while, okay? The sport it's is nasty true. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been, and I think, you know, the personal digs are unnecessary. I think it got a little a little heated between some of the pros and, you know, yeah. obviously there's some feelings about contracts and who's making what and all that. And, you know, at the end of the day, like 
I'm not going to blame or, or fault these athletes for, for looking out for themselves. You know, if you happen to negotiate a better contract, good on you. That's kind of and my you know, take on when, it. When this came out, and there's been a lot of question on how much does this person make? How much does that person right. make? What? How much does actually X, Y, or Z make? Like, oh, you know, let's pull all their prize winnings. Mm-hmm. And prize winnings is part of the, the formula. <laughs> Right. Like, how much are they getting from sponsors? How much are you getting for podium bonuses? How much are you mm-hmm. getting for X, Y, or Z? And then, so, okay, maybe there's a few extra bonuses there for Spartan or whatever. Then, But also, how much are you getting taxed? What is a realistic number? And, like, X or Y making. What are they taking home? Like that's, right. that's those are the right questions that we need to be asking, especially well, but do with we need to be asking at the end of the day, like whatever. Well, I mean, okay. you're, uh, you're, if, an you're if you want to be a pro athlete, you should be asking those questions. I'll say that I will 1000% say that if I was a young pro athlete, like mm-hmm. we had BJ on here a few weeks ago, right? And he wants to be a pro athlete in the sport. He needs to be informed of how much this sport can pay out. Right now. That's my two cents. Like, he should have some kind of idea or get some kind of idea or see some, like, be able to reach out to people and get an idea of how and why and and to do some stuff. And it's – I understand that there is some guarding there for pro athletes. Right. Like, you know, you want to be guarded a little bit on how much you say you make or how much this or you don't want other people to know, like, oh, my God, um, I've got – you know, $5,000 every year from Terry's Soap Company, and the every mm-hmm. year Terry's Soap Company, and then everybody else is trying to jump on Terry because he's got money and soap. But, right. um, but it helps give a broader picture of what what is attainable, what is manageable. You know I, I mean, mean, I guess so, but at the same time, like, I don't fault those other top, you know, earning athletes from not wanting to broadcast it to the world because, like you said – I'm not going to share what all my sponsors give to me because then you're going to try to take my sponsors. Some you know may. what I mean? Some may. I don't, I just, I don't know. I think your sponsors I, are, are silly. <laughs> well, right. But, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you know, people are, are hating on other athletes for, for their contracts and what they were offered. And, you know, sorry it doesn't Every have to be fair. Every different. Right. It's Just because be Spartan fair. has a bucket of this much money doesn't mean they're going to divide it equally among everybody. And it's up to Spartan where they want to disperse that money. And, yeah, Ryan Kent might have gotten a bigger chunk of that money because he's out there pushing a new product. Can't hate him. Yep. And that's his decision. And I agree with that a thousand percent. It's not up to right. that. But it it would be beneficial for other athletes to say, like, well, and not not specifically that, but like to get an idea of how much you could make as a pro athlete. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. To get to get a ballpark, because let's be honest, you know, athletes like Ryan Atkins are not making the same as other Spartan Race pro team athletes. Like, like I'm going to say Jason West. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, and Jason's a good time, friend of mine, but he's not making a, a living off this. <laughs> well, but he's also not delivering in the way that Atkins is. You know, nope. I, I think it's nope. all. You know, you get what you put out there, you get what you earn, and, you know, good on on them. What is that? Beats me. (laughs) And that's that's my point. That's my my big point is, what is it? 
I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's free shoes yeah. for a year, but I have a feeling for Atkins, it's more than free shoes. <laughs> I'm sure he's getting more than free shoes. But so, uh, you know, we, we got through that. We had the Spartan Media Fest, and they announced the, the pro team. You know, a lot of the people that were up in the air ended up signing. I think the biggest one I think that people were waiting on was Killian. I'm not going to say I was surprised at all. I thought he was going to sign in the end. Yeah. I mean, that it is what it is. Right. That, you know, we had people sign. Right. So then we had two big races. We had the start of the U.S. National Series in Jacksonville. It was a sprint yep. on Sunday. Supposedly. Uh, uh, I, how do you feel about the sprint being on Sunday? Or I just don't the, care. Yeah, I really don't care either. Um, I saw the total distance, um, which was actually about 3.8 miles. Yeah, just a little over 5K. a 5K. Just over a 5K, but they kept it under four. I'll give them that. Yep. yep. Um, um, pretty quick course. Pretty quick yeah. course from what and I was And what saying. do you think about the fact that they took out the burpees for the spear? Uh, not a fan. You want the burpees? I think you do. If it's mm. going to be a Spartan. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Only okay. because... When you're dealing with that short of a fast race, 30 burpees is game over. Yep. Yes, it is. You and know, that's the way so. it used to be. Well, that's true. That's, that's, that's the ball game we've always played. So they did have a penalty loop for the spear throw. They did have a penalty loop for the spear throw. Right. And so the race took off, and what do you know? Here we are again. More drama. With Ryan. More drama. It's every year. Um, I mean, you know, really, at this point, again, if, you, if again, Ryan Woods is, is racing, chances are, if there's drama to be had, it's going to land on his lap. I feel bad for the dude, because I, I like Ryan. I do, too. In this case, it wasn't his fault. No, it it looked like it was a rough hoist. And he yeah, got I'm not exactly right sure what happened with the hoist, but it either got stuck or something happened. There's some hoist drama, down. okay? <laughs> There's some the hoist end, drama that happened. Yeah, at the end of the day, somehow it affected Ryan Woods, slowed him down so that he, you know, ended up in a sprint to the finish, which he got out sprinted on. Yep, Kimson took him down. Yep. So... Total podium, then, for the men in this race. You're looking at your boy, Ryan Atkins, running away with it. DJ yep, Jones taking yep. second, you know. Hashtag Vanga. Hashtag yep. live my best life. <laughs> Kimson in third. Yep. Woodsy in fourth. And my boy, Mark Battress in fifth. Yeah. The, the rest, you know, the next couple of guys, there was Battress was up there. Um, who else was up there? Um, who else was up there? A lot of good guys. Yeah, Nick Riker ended up finishing pretty well, mm-hmm. I know. Um, you know, it was, it was a close, I think Gawiski finished up pretty pretty high up Gawiski there. Gawiski did great. Yeah. Uh, Hosick was there in the top 15, Aaron Newell in the top 10. Yep. Um, yep. Pre- pretty standard issue here. Yep. So that was race number one is down, and we've got, what, about a month left till number two? About a month till number two, but let's talk about the ladies. Yes, ladies. So, ladies, it was really up in the air almost anyone's game because so many of the top ten from last year weren't showing up. Not really. So, we had 
Yeah, I think Lindsay went in pretty much the, you know, undisputed top female, and she came out with the win again. As always, Lindsay got work done. Yep, yep. Um, um, and then called up Nicole, by Nicole Miracle. Yep, yep. And then a newcomer ne- to the the podium to the national series circuit, right? Natalie Miano. Yeah, Natalie Miano. I don't know that she's has she finished so high in the series race before. I don't think I've seen her. I, I'll have to do some research. Nat, Natalie is obviously the wife of Mark Battress. Uh, yep. Once again, great friend. And here I'm going to say this about those two: they hustle. I yeah. love Natalie and Mark. They hustle and they work their butts off, and good for her to be up there on that podium. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was it was good. And I I haven't I didn't hear much of any drama or mishaps or anything like that among the ladies. No, the ladies all looked pretty happy. Then you had uh, Nat, um, Leanne Wesley, uh, mm-hmm. Lily Elkin, and then following up Ashley Heller, another yep. Venga face there. Yeah. And then yep. after that, face spinning. So I mean, it yep. was a it, it just looked like all everybody had a good time. Yeah, that's great. Good reviews coming out from the race. It sounds like it went pretty well. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, the spear throw just kind of, yeah. For some reason, <laughs> it just sits weird with me. It just sits weird. I get you. I get you. Like, and then on the other side of things, we had that going on in Florida. We had the High Rocks going on in Dallas. We did. With an, um, I guess it was unofficial but kind of official challenge between CrossFit and OCR. There were some some words to be had. (laughs) Yeah, we had the reigning champion, Hunter, um, coming to defend his title, coming in with the goal to break his own world record. Yep. And then we had um, CrossFit duo. um, Cultural. Smith and and Hepner um, teamed up to challenge to challenge Hunter. So the two of them versus Hunter. Um, and it was pretty neck and neck until Hunter apparently can't count to two and <laughs> took an extra lap. Counting is rough, man. Apparently. So, you know, we talk about race brain and whatnot, but apparently Hunter just got in the zone, miscounted, and ended up taking an extra lap, which two things happened because of it. One um, he found himself tied with the duo at the wall ball station going rep for rep, fighting to the end. And second of all, his chances of breaking his world record, which Gone. was a shoe-in, is now totally out the window. Yeah. So you've got both of them um, side by side doing their wall balls, and they both hit rep 100 at the exact same time take off for a dead sprint to the finish line. Hepner pulls a baseball sliding into third, crosses the finish line first because the timing chips are on their ankles, uh-huh. and just edges out Hunter. Oh, so slightly. So, you know, if I'm Hunter, I don't know what I'm more pissed off about. The fact that I got beat or the fact that I totally blew my world record because he was way on pace for it. Yeah, I, I would life. say that second. I would say that second for me. Um, that second one is definitely where I'd be a little bit sad. A little yeah. sad potatoes. Um, but even even to hoss it like he was doing against oh, yeah. two guys, man, good for him. And with a one-lap handicap, like, hello. Exactly. 
felt. Exactly. Totally kicked butt. Um, but they're all prepping now for yeah. the High Rocks World Championship. Yep, in Berlin, coming up soon. So um, Ryan Kent finished right be- right after them. I think technically yep. he's considered second because I don't think the CrossFit duo counted. I think it was just kind of an it's extra doubles. thing on the side. Doubles. Um, but so, you know, Ryan finished up out there again. Today, <laughs> yeah. And they're all going to, they're, they're all talking about Berlin, so it'll be exciting to see what happens. I'm really excited to see the Berlin race. Um, and that was really like the big shakeout. We had third place come in uh, shortly after that. Um, how about the ladies, though? So the ladies, what was really exciting is the ladies duo. Exactly. We had two dweep girls going at it. Um, Callie Schweiker and Morgan Schultz teamed up. Um, both respectively had podiumed in singles before, but they decided mm-hmm. to duo and take on the all-female world record. So they went into this weekend training for it, knowing what they had to beat. But because of the time zones and whatnot, there was a race, a high rocks that morning in Germany. Mm-hmm. And the record that they knew they had to break was broken that morning in Berlin. So, Ta-da. right. So, or Munich, Germany, one city, I don't know. So they came into Dallas thinking they were going to have to get one, you know, one time and come to find out that that morning, three whole minutes were shaved off of it. Um, and that in this is a landslide. Of oh, it's huge. And nevertheless, these ladies just put it all out there. They fought when till the swinging. end. And they just barely missed the world record by three seconds. And that's great. Like, I think, like, these these times we hear about, like, oh, breaking two or the um, the four-minute mar- four mile mm-hmm. and how when it was broke, suddenly other people were breaking it. Yep, yep. Like, within that same time frame and that same time as, as a sport. It's so interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Um, other, other notable finishes though, uh, Kelly Sullivan. Yes. This weekend. She did great. Did great. Yep. I think she finished third. Mm-hmm. She was on that podium though in High Rocks uh-huh. though. And I, I got a hand yep. to her. Good for you, Kelly. Yep. Yep. No, um, I mean, we're, it, it's nice to see these OCR girls and guys, um, you know, coming over to the High Rocks world and, and doing really well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it just makes me happy to see, like, we're kind of getting back into that swing right now. We're going to see the yeah. High Rocks World Championship here in a few weeks. Um, and the announcement um, of the 2021 season should be coming any day now, they've said. Absolutely. Um, a whole new season with High Rocks stuff coming out. Um, and then we've got everything for the National Series for Spartan. We've got the Mountain Series going to be kicking up here before too much longer. Yeah. Um, we're, we're starting to get into race season. People are getting excited about Greek Peak coming up. People are... Yep. Um, it's going to be a fun season. But well, that being one said, last little bit of information that Spartan threw at us. And that's where I'm going here. Yep. How do you feel about this? A potential <sighs> new series. So we, we've, we've, been, always, we've been hearing it for a long time. Yeah. We've been told that there was an ultra series coming. And everyone's kind oh, of been coming. waiting to see what exactly that means and where's the championship and you know, which ultras are going to be utilized. And so everybody's expecting these U.S. ultras to be announced. And come to find out, the 
the Ultra Series is now turning into an Intercontinental Series? That's what they said. Ultra Continental Series. So how is many continents do you think exactly are we talking here? Ah, uh, you know, that's the ball game and that's the question. Okay, so let's say let's say we have one in like Poland. Or let's say we have like one or uh, it would be okay. interesting if we uh, well, first of all, how many races constitute as a series? I mean, you think four, the absolute minimum, but I yeah. think most of them are five. Traditionally, five races are what we see in a series. Right. Um, we could see four. We could see even three. But um, that'd be uh, lame. Yeah, <laughs> but and then I guess here's my point. We it's the end of February. Yeah, it's two months into the year. Uh huh. And we've already heard statements that they're going to have the Ultra Championship. People will be very happy, which we're, we're guessing probably something like, you know, probably like Killington or right. something in October, like Tahoe, not Tahoe, or maybe Tahoe, who knows, probably something over yeah. here in the States. I would be yeah. surprised if we saw something back out in like Colorado, like in Breckenridge or something. Um, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. But October time frame, <laughs> that is, I mean, we're, we're cutting down on how much Eight time months. we have here in the year. And all of a sudden, we're going to now have to, to find go the money and means to go globe hop into the different continents? Get the hell out of here. Like, that is that is not oh, – that's a rough idea. Like, and for a sport in ultras that take time and planning right. and, you know, logistics, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go off to Australia and go – Yeah, and gear and getting your stuff there and getting okay. your stuff around the freaking globe. And I almost feel like if you sign up for the series, you should automatically have free race registrations. Because the amount of money that you're going to spend in travel just to Insane. get to these races, get the heck out of here. I and, mean, come on. And time changes and currency changes. And, right. oh, my I mean, and I don't know. Okay, so clearly you're going to have to have a decent job to be able to afford all this travel. And you're going to have to have a shit ton of PTO to take off of work to get to these races. Like, this is just a logistical or, nightmare or, to me. Or you might be a pro athlete <laughs> and, and have an idea of how much money that you can budget off a pro athlete budget. And we I come don't know. Full, full circle. circle. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. I had a place I was going with this. but no that's my whole point here is like even in the ultra world where we traditionally see the money less right like traditionally ultra winnings are not as good as like the world championship no the return on investment on an ultra race between the amount of money you're spending on gear and everything else no no and now they're just like come globe trotting with us yeah and we're like like no guys we no no no. It's just, no. <laughs> no. No. Um, and there'll be, of course, they'll try, they'll get a few people to do it. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people out there that do it. The global but, size buckle that would have to result from this is, you, you, get, you have to win a globe. Like we're a talking like globe. lifetime passes here for Spartan. Yeah, it's just, no. <laughs> Fun fact for all of our listeners, I remember this sport back in like 2015 when Joe was selling his first book. Uh-huh. And I had the offer to buy like $2,000 worth of that book and have a lifetime pass. Did you do so? I should have. Well, you big dummy. It, it, went, it went really quick, but I did not do it. 
because I mean, I was I had a lot of other things on my plate at the time. But, right, um, right, right. Uh, to drop two thousand dollars on books and give them out for Christmas that year, I considered it, but I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know what Papa now, Joe was thinking about all this, but. We'll have to see how it all shakes down. It's it's just a fun time to see the sport coming around and doing mm-hmm. crazy, crazy things. <sighs> so, what's your next race? Abominable. Abominable. Here in three weeks, I'm going up there. I'm gonna have a good time. We're gonna we're gonna have a hell of a time um, at Abominable. I'm excited to see my boys Bracken and Bashami throwing it down for the podium. Um, Bracken, no, just... Bracken just had surgery. Well, okay, Bracken's not going. Bracken better come and get a beer, okay? Like, Bracken better come and just hang out. I saw that he was just back getting back on the trainer. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Bracken. Good for you. Um, but, yeah, it's that's going to be the first big dance, and I hope to see Bashimi, who didn't make the podium last year, hit the podium yeah. this year. So that's your um, first. I will be at DECA the following week in Denver. Absolutely. I'm excited to see DECA in Denver. This is going to be interesting. Too. I'm excited. It should be a good time. It'll be definitely interesting. What, like, we don't even know, like, what times we're going to see at a DecaFit. Like, run times, you mean? Yeah. So. I know they're running, I know they're running, like, like, basically, like, trial runs. runs. Yeah. Correct. Correct. They're running trial runs, and it looks like the times coming out are, um, like, 30-ish minutes. Okay. Um, I think I saw Ryan post something like, you know, sub 30 would be super sweet or something like that. So for the pro men, I think that's kind of what we're looking at. Okay. And I I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. I mean, you're talking about a 5K with 10 fitness zones. So we'll see. We we will see. And I'm excited to see the DECA fit. I might have to give you some money to pick me up like a DECA shirt from Yancey or something. (laughs) All righty. Well, I can do that. But um, we're going to cut this week's podcast a little bit short this week. Yeah. Um, we're going to kind of give you guys off some time because I, and I want to pick your brain, our listeners here, mm-hmm. and give them a little homework. Mm-hmm. Um, so I threw it up on my story today. I started looking through old episodes of Mud and Obstacle. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, we want to talk shoes. And... I would say if there's top things that people talk about in this mm-hmm. sport right now, watches, OMG mm-hmm. guys, I'm new to Spartan Race. I'm new, yep. to, I'm new to High Rocks. What watch do I get? Yep. Um, watches and shoes. And shoes. Everybody talks watches and shoes. Um, Leah, how many pairs of OCR shoes have you bought over the years or have <laughs> had? I can comfortably say I have tried pretty much every single shoe there is. I've not um I have tried every Reebok. I have tried Innovate. I have tried those Fuji runner Yes, I've tried those. I've tried Solomons. I've tried Ultras. I've tried VJs. I've tried You've tried VJs. Sol- oh yeah, I've had I, I had original IROX from brought to me across the pond at OCR World Championships in 2015. Oh my god! Before they kids. were sold in America. You kids that are shoe whores, I just that don't... is me. I am a self-proclaimed shoe whore. You and are I absolutely them a shoe whore. I've mm-hmm. seen your ultra collection. You've got. I we were there yep. at World's Toughest Mudder this year, and I went to Leah's. I was like, so like, do you have? And she's like, oh, I've got every single pair of yep, ultras. Pretty much. Have. And I was like, 
why? 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 <laughs> Just why? Why do you do this? Why? Yep. Why is this a thing? We, um, we, we, I have tried every shoe, and I think at this point in the evolution of the sport, <sighs> people can agree there's pretty much three top, eh, four top brands of shoes. Um, I dare to say top four probably are going to be Ultra, Salming, DJ, and Solomon. Solomon and um, Innovates. Innovates yeah, is still Innovates, around. They're still around. They're not as, as popular as they once were, but they're still there. Innovates are the um, 2XU of OCR. They're That's there. true. That's a good comparison. They're there. Not a lot of not a lot of people are sponsored by them, but yep. people are still running in them. People yep. are still rocking it. Um, but we've seen Selming this year really come on this uh, the scene really hard with starting to sponsor people regularly. Mm-hmm. Where, um, and they've got athletes on the podium now. VJ was on mm-hmm. the podium this weekend, mm-hmm. and then also VJ's last year, who was the shoe sponsor of, of Tough Mudder. Right, VJ had Tough Mudder, and Salming had um, Savage, Savage, and Ultra was hooked up with. Spartan. Spartan. But, and then Spartan came out with the craft shoe. Right. And, which, yeah, it, I, the craft shoe just feels like, Crap. like a, well, it just feels like a reiteration of the Reebok shoe. I'm right. sorry. It's, it's a reiteration it, of the Reebok and the, and the, the feedback is coming back similar to that of Reebok. So we're going to talk about shoes next week. If mm-hmm. you've got some shoe information or knowledge, um, we want to talk about it. Throw us some shoe questions. Throw us some opinions because yep. we've we've tried almost everything on the field, and I am bringing in another podcaster who is a VJ shoe rep, mm-hmm. and he will be joining us, Leah. So we've got basically a rep from Selming, a rep mm-hmm. from Ultra, and a rep from VJ to all talk yep. our respective shoes and what we like. And here's the thing: shoes evolve, Leah. Absolutely. Shoes are always changing. Text changing. The game is always changing. Like I was looking back in that Mud and Obstacle magazine, and it was talking about ice bugs. Mm. See, I was never a big ice bug fan. They were always too narrow for me. See, I never tried them. I never oh, even I've tried ice bugs. I'm telling you, dude, I've tried every freaking shoe there is to try at some point. The New Balances. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of always had you there because that, that, that was like one of my one first ones. One in the hole. Yeah, that was mine too. That was mine too. Dude, I'm telling you, every freaking shoe every there was to try. Every freaking shoe in the game, so. you kids. You kids. We will anyway. talk about the three biggies next week and and kind of break it down for y'all. Anyway, until then, you guys have a great week. I'm Jacob Bosecker. and I'm Leah Hensley. We'll see you on the course. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.